Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about how to leverage unfair advantages in your marketing. So Neil, what are some examples of unfair advantages? Sure. Unfair advantages is like Kylie Jenner releasing Kylie Cosmetics when she already has a huge following and it allows her to not instantly become a billionaire, but close enough in which I know that's not an overnight success. That's a overnight success 10 years in the making, it's more so she's able to leverage her brand and grow super fast. Or Beats by Dre leveraging all their celebrity connections to having them wear their product and then Apple ends up buying them out. But the list goes on and on and you're seeing this kind of stuff in SEO, email marketing, you know, like people getting influencers and having them on their landing page, giving testimonials, which helps improve conversions. But there's a lot of ways that you can have an unfair advantage over your competition. Yeah. And my opinion is if I were to start all over today doing a business, I think it's most important to build an audience first. You know, if I were starting out, I would say, look, I got to take care of survival. So maybe I might be working somewhere full time for a while. So I got to take care of, you know, my, my bills. I got to take care of, you know, my, my food and everything like food and drink. But once I get that going, then I've got to think about, okay, how can I start building my brand? And an example of this would be when I think about Jake and Logan Paul, they built their brand off of Vine initially. And now they're superstars, not only on, they, they have, you know, a huge YouTube following. They have a huge Instagram following. They're just kind of all over the place. So I think fundamentally you build the audience first and that's how you build your unfair advantage. And to Neil's point, once you get your unfair advantage going, you're going to have a group of people that you can serve your audience and you figure out what they need and you can build around that or you can buy around that. But the unfair advantage is, you know, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger always talk about the moat. I think, you know, when you look at Coca-Cola as an example, their brand is their moat, right? That's what makes them such a good company. Yeah. And, you know, Eric's really spot on. Like a prime example of this is what I did with Uber Suggest. Now, Uber Suggest has grown. I'm not saying it's the best app or anything out there, but the reason it's also grown so fast is because I had a huge brand and I had such a large traffic in the marketing and SEO space. I probably, in the digital marketing specifically space or performance marketing, I probably have more traffic than anyone else when you combine social and web, like blog, podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Yes, there are Gary V's who have a huge audience, but he's not necessarily in the performance marketing space. But when I did that and I ended up releasing Uber Suggest, you know, I'm getting more monthly signups. Sure, it's free, but I'm still getting more monthly free signups 
than any of my competitors are, even if they have a free version like a SEM rush. I'm still beating them, and I'm doing that without paying for ads. But it's because I built up millions and millions of visitors and followers over the years. And the question then, Neil, is people are thinking, okay, look, if we're starting out right now, how do we build an unfair advantage? And how long did it take you to build your unfair advantage, you think, like to get it to start to take off? It takes three plus years. You know, I say it takes three years to do anything decent and see traction. You should see results within the first six months, but really three plus years for anything to truly start taking off. It doesn't mean you'll get to where you want in three years. It just means that's when it really starts taking off. And what you'll find is the web is already saturated. Yeah, you already know you have to go omni-channel. We've talked about this. But if I were you and you want your unfair advantage, start off with the channels that your competitors aren't leveraging. You know, a lot of them aren't leveraging social platforms like TikTok yet. And you may say, hey, TikTok's not a right fit for my audience. That's fine. You'll also find that LinkedIn's been around for a long time, but very few of your competitors are posting on there on a daily basis or going live on LinkedIn, even though they have that feature and it gets tons and tons of reach, yet very little to no people are using that feature on LinkedIn. Yeah. And what, what I'll say from my side is, as I see that um, things are things from personal side, when I look at the Twitter that I had in the past, and my other channels, I really wasn't touching it that much. And I, I really was kind of letting you know people on my team manage it. But once I started to manage it, the engagement rates shot up, because it's actually me talking. And it's it's stuff that I mean, I post stuff that makes my blood boil, right? And I test different things. So key thing here is, you know, if you're building as your unfair advantage is starting to build, it's starting to snowball, you have to think about how you can also try to, to Neil's point earlier, go a little omni-channel and diversify a little bit and let the snowball continue to build. It seems like you might be losing focus there, but if you have the same focus message across those, it shouldn't take you that long to repurpose it. And you see everyone starting to repurpose now. So if everyone's doing it, then you are not going to have advantage if you don't do it, right? So think about that as well. If you need help getting your unfair advantage and figure out how you can get more traffic leveraging other channels that your competition's not using yet, check out marketingschool.io slash live. Eric and I are doing something in person in San Francisco where we'll help you solve this problem as well as any other marketing problem that you have. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.